Welcome to the Daily DDT Podcast, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Here's your host, Jaden Becker. WWE Hall of Fame celebrity induction revealed. New Japan Pro Wrestling unveils the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, and I take you through the future of gambling and pro wrestling. Hint, hint, it's not something you want to do. I'm Jaden Becker, and this is the Daily DDT Podcast. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite platforms for your morning drive, lunch break, or whenever you need your wrestling fix. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this check our writers at dailyddt.com and if you want to hear more from me give me a follow on twitter and instagram at jaden becker tv last night was impact wrestling but before we get into that let's check out our news wwe hall of fame celebrity induction revealed wwe has announced that william shatner will be inducted into the wwe hall of fame next week as a part of the 2020 class shatner is beloved by millions around the world for his iconic portrayal of james t kirk captain of the uss and Enterprise for the original Star Trek television series, as well as many motion picture uh, series as well. He's also starred in T.J. Hooker uh, as the host of Rescue 911 and won Emmys and Golden Globe Awards for his portrayal of Denny Crane on Boston Legal and also has uh, released numerous spoken word albums and best-selling books. He's made uh, for his first trek into the WWE Universe in the early 1990s when he appeared on, as a special guest on Jerry the King Lawler's King Court and Shatner returned to WWE in 2007 to induct the King into the WWE Hall of Fame. Uh, there's no word yet on who will be inducted into the celebrity wing of the 2021 class, but I will keep you updated, of course, as I have been with all these uh, Hall of Fame inductions for the WWE. New Japan Pro Wrestling unveils the new IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Held by Kota Ibushi, New Japan Pro Wrestling decided last month to unify the IWGP Heavyweight and Intercontinental Championships into one belt. The belt takes uh, the place of the V4 IWGP heavyweight championship the belt is gold and silver with a big eagle creating a wing-shaped belt uh, everyone has their own opinion on the belt uh, personally i think everyone is too afraid to say that it looks really really bad and i uh, like to think that it looks like the uh, divas championship but in gold but i digress you know i don't want to get too much hate for it i don't want to get too much hate for it but uh I think it's just not a really good looking belt, to be honest with you. I think it's a pretty ugly one at that. And uh, just the way that the logo, it, it, like, just the shape of the belt. It's not really what's on the belt. It's the shape of it that sort of throws me off. And I just think it's pretty ugly. And everyone uh, is, is afraid to say something negative about it, I guess. Oh, Japan. Oh, I can't say anything bad. No, I think it's a pretty ugly belt. And uh, don't be afraid to say if you be- believe that way for it to be true. Abushi's first defense of the title takes place on Sunday at Sakura Genesis against Will Ospreay, winner of this year's New Japan Cup. Uh, WWE enters historic partnership with DraftKings. WWE has announced a brand new partnership with DraftKings with a recent press release detailing the collaboration. It has been announced that DraftKings will be the official gaming partner of WWE, describing the new deal as historic. The press release noted that the collaboration will begin in an inaugural free-to-play pool for WrestleMania 37. Uh, I'm going to get into this into more depth. That news came out yesterday, but uh, the NXT, NXT Tuesday stuff sort of superseded everything, so I couldn't really uh, fit that in. But now I'm going to talk about gambling, pro wrestling uh, after we get through this Impact Wrestling uh, review, which was a pretty good show, but uh, I, I will get into that later. Don't you worry about it. 
We're going to get right into our show review for last night's Impact Wrestling. But first, let us thank our sponsor, Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Manscaped is trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Manscaped has created the best ball hair trimmer ever, the Lawn Mower 3.0. The third-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. I now feel confident shaving my boys. We have an exclusive offer for my listeners, 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDE20, all caps, at manscaped.com at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Getting into last night's Impact Wrestling. Uh, pretty good show. Pretty good show. Opened up on a hot note. Havoc and Nevaeh versus Fire and Flavor in a non-title match. Uh, Havoc and Nevaeh dominant throughout. Kira Hogan and Tasha Steeles find small openings, a big tag team comeback, and a huge splash from Hogan to pick up the clean victory over Havoc and Nevaeh. Surprising win by Fire and Flavor, even though they are the champs. Uh, should expect a new tag team to come up soon to face off against Fire and Flavor. And that note even got more confusing as Nevaeh attacked Havoc after the match, and so we'll definitely see a new tag team come soon facing off against Fire and Flava. Uh, and this does spelling the end of Havoc and Nevaeh, and I believe they will have a, a type of blow-off match, if not at Rebellion, uh, probably at uh, Tommy Dreamer's Hardcore, whatever he's doing at this point. Uh, so, uh, I'm excited for that to see what they're going to have going forward. Havoc and Nevaeh, I think they're doing some good work. And uh, going forward, it'll be fun to see uh, what the Impact is going to be able to do with the Knockouts Tag Team Division and how we'll move forward. In our next match, Sammy Callahan versus Larry D. Larry D struggling until action falls outside where he finds control. Larry D takes full control but can't keep Callahan down. Callahan finds small openings and nails Larry D to pick up the win. Callahan attacked after the match by AC Romero by Larry D. Uh, and Larry, Larry D, excuse me. Uh, Trey Miguel notably does not come out to save like Callahan did last week and a nice touch of storytelling there saying that even though Sally, Sammy Callahan is able to do one thing for uh, Trey Miguel, he's not will, Trey Miguel's not willing to do the same thing for Sammy Callahan and they do meet backstage later on in the night and I will go through that. Omega, Callis and the Good Brothers backstage, uh, they watch Finjuice dominate in uh, Japan with Impact uh, World Tag Team titles. They each tell each other a secret ca causing the Good Brothers to go and execute that secret and we don't actually find out what uh, the Good Brothers did uh, to execute that secret. We might find out uh, tonight on AEW. Uh, that could definitely be a possibility. But uh, at this point, it's sort of uh, they, they left the show and they didn't come back for the rest of Impact. So there was that. Uh, Cal Callahan and Trey Miguel meet backstage. Callahan wants to align with Miguel. Miguel disagrees emphatically, but Callahan gives Miguel a week to think it over. And then supposedly they're supposed to be having a match uh, next week. Callahan and Miguel taking on triple xl so that could happen it could not happen we'll see brian myers versus suicide back and forth early on with a quick strikes and reversals uh the roster cut for myers to pick up the victory uh post-match promo by myers bringing up cardona's challenge and declines the offer 
ends up proclaiming that the Brian Myers saying that this is his show now. Doesn't he, uh, Matt Cardona, to uh, help him along in any way? He came to Impact Wrestling so he could be alone and not be with Matt Cardona. And that was the whole thing that he had going on. Uh, Jazz backstage uh, meets Dreamer backstage as well and says that she wants a match against John Perazzo for the Knockouts Championship. Dreamer says he wants to do an Ultimate Jeopardy match. And Jazz puts her career on the line for the Knockouts title. And well, that's going to definitely put some eyeballs on uh, Tommy Dreamer's hardcore show on on Impact uh, Plus. But uh, they're airing that show the same day as WrestleMania. It's obviously not going head-to-head with WrestleMania. Impact's not that dumb. But uh, they have it as like starting at 3. And it can only assume it's going to go to 5. And then WrestleMania starts, the pre-show is probably going to start at 6. So... Is it a good idea to put something on the same day as WrestleMania? I guess for people that want that quote-unquote hardcore element, you have it there. But at the same time, I think it's just not a smart move from Impact just to do anything near the day of WrestleMania. It's like putting something on, uh, like premiering something on the day of the Super Bowl. You know, it's something you just don't do. Uh, unless it's directly related with the Super Bowl, like the Puppy Bowl or something like that, you know? It's, just, it's a gimmicky thing, and this feels like a gimmicky thing, obviously, uh, coming from Impact. AEW with their paid ad of the week. Tony Khan jumping through the screen in this one, and the AEW card is stacked. Uh, probably wanted to ending. I want to ending this Wednesday Night War with a, a win or or a big uh, pomp and circumstance, saying that they went out on top and not not going out with a bummer. But we'll see what happens on the last week as NXT's last night on Wednesday nights will be an NXT takeover on USA, which should be very fun. Swingers Palace. I never thought I would be talking about Swingers Palace on uh, the Daily DDT podcast. I just refuse to put it in the notes sometimes because it's Swingers Palace segments just don't sit well with me in my stomach. But of all people, I guess I sort of have to start talking about Swingers Palace segments going on here on out because they turned into a place where everyone seems to go because now Kenny Omega has appeared on Swingers Palace. Kenny Omega and Don Callis enter, and the only reason I'm talking about it now is because of Kenny Omega. And you know what? If if Impact wants me to care so much about Swingers Palace that they put Kenny Omega on it, uh, you know what? I give him credit. I give him credit for pushing my buttons enough to force me to talk about it. Uh, the line on Ke- Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan at uh, Rebellion, according to Swinger, when asked the question is even. Uh, we're going to get into betting in a little bit after the break, but uh, for that line, for him to claim that it's even make- makes me laugh very, very hard. Omega and Don Callis end up convincing uh, Swinger to make it. Uh, Omega the favorite for the match and then once he's marked down as the favorite uh, thus making his odds not as uh, as um, lucrative if you will uh, then they bet 20k on Omega to win now as the favorite makes it makes no sense if the line is even and you bet 20k you're gonna get 20k back if you win so you, you leave with you know 40k so it just makes no sense to me what what happened there. A little confusing, obviously. And once again, never bet on pro wrestling. I'm going to talk about that after the break. Uh, TJP and Josh Alexander versus Ace Austin and Madman Fulton in a tag team match. Uh, Josh Alexander taking full control over Fulton and Austin. TJP tagging himself in and subtly losing control. Alexander enters on a hot tag and battles with Fulton. TJP and Alexander work together, but a miscommunication sends TJP out of the ring. TJP tags himself in and connects with the Mamba Splash but yet confusion 
making between uh, Josh Alexander and TJP. No one knowing who's the legal man and just ripping each other off of the pinfall. And they don't notice uh, what's actually going on with uh, the awakening of Ace Austin. TJP is rolled up by Ace Austin and Fulton. Uh, Ace Austin pick up the win. A great match and some fun storytelling back and forth there. TJP and Josh Alexander getting into it. And it makes sense that Ace Austin and Madman Fulton pick up this win because they, they are the familiar team. They are technically the tag team or the, the more familiar two. And Ace Austin is the obviously obviously the X Division champion. So this makes as much sense as possible. Callus and Swan backstage. A lot of Don Callis segments on this episode. Callus uh, and Swan, uh, they're about to battle uh, on a brawl backstage until Omega saves uh, with the Good Brothers. So they did appear back here again. Uh, but, uh, you know, the, I believe that I'm still waiting for them to execute what the secret was. I'm not sure if that this was it or if it was something else. But they, they did return here. Uh, Willie Mack and Eddie Edwards. Uh, run them away so we could see a three on three later maybe next week as uh, they need to go head to head with nxt takeover on the network which is not going to be a fun thing for impact but if you have kenny omega appearing on impact uh, it definitely could be something to help them out in that way shape or form you know you have kenny omega on thursday night yeah maybe pulls the eyeballs off of uh, peacock if you will Eric Young with Violent by Design versus James Storm with Chris Saban. Chris Harris, who appeared early on in the episode, and Jake Something. Uh, this is James Storm's 1,000th match on Impact slash TNA slash whatever you want to call it. Storm looking strong early on, showing off his moveset early, uh, getting tripped up as the action falls to the outside. Storm uh, powers back into the match, but struggles when it comes down to sealing the deal with a pinfall. Diener steps onto the apron, stopping another pinfall from uh, James Storm. A brawl ensues outside. Harris with a left hand to Young sends him back into the ring, and a super kick for Storm to pick up the win in his 1,000th match. And I thought that was a solid match there as well. So all the matches really on this show were, were pretty solid. And uh, there's nothing here that really made me turn away. Uh, the, even the Swingers Palace segment, which I, I, I give, you know, I, I barely even talk about on these reviews because I just refuse to talk about bad uh, production. But if you put the AEW World Champion, you put the, uh, you know, the AAA Mega Champ, if you put the future Impact World Champ on there, you know, I'll, I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it. And the, for the fact for Impact... To, to say, you know what, Jaden, you haven't talked about Swingers Palace for the past few weeks now. I'm going to force you to talk about it. Put Kenny Omega on it and force you to talk about it. And, uh, <laughs> well, they, they did a good job there. They did a good job there. I'm going with a B- minus on this impact. I thought this was really solid, um, good booking. Uh, they gave James Storm the win in his 1,000th match. Obviously, it was very nice for him to do that. And uh, also going along with the fact of Fire and Flavor beating Havoc and Nevea, we should see some development in this knockouts uh, tag team division. Sammy Callahan and Trey Miguel story moving on very nicely. Just everything going in the right direction for Impact, which you don't really see so often uh, from them. You usually see things go haywire off track, and usually those off track things come from Swingers Palace type segments or things like that. But uh, no, they really kept it nice and stable, so I'm very happy with this Impact episode, and I'm hoping to see more of these go on like this in the future. Just keep this ball rolling. No real reason to go off in any type of direction. You just keep the ball rolling and you get consistent B-grade episodes. And you're looking at a, a company that's going to try and work their way back into some way, shape, or form of competition. You know, they're going to be alone on Thursday nights. NXT going to be alone on Tuesdays. AEW alone on Wednesdays. So, And, and obviously Raw and SmackDown. So everyone has their own day. 
let them dominate that Thursday. And I hope that they're going to be able to dominate Thursdays in the future. We're going to head right into the break. But when we come back, I'm going to be talking about gambling on pro wrestling and why you should not do it. Why you should not do it. So stick with us right here on the Daily DDG Podcast. On this day in pro wrestling history, on March 31st, 1995, WWF presented the first ever WrestleMania for Madison Square Garden. 19,000 fans were in attendance with 398,000 homes watching on closed circuit television. At the time, it was the most watched event in closed circuit television history. Best known for Andre the Giant defeating Big John Studd in a $15,000 body stand match. Had Andre lost, he would have been forced to retire. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T defeated Roddy Riper and Paul Orndorff, a former heavyweight boxing champion Muhammad Ali, was the special enforcer. Also on March 31st, 1996, WWF presented WrestleMania 12 from Arrowhead Pond in Anaheim, California, excuse me, the first televised one-hour Ironman match in WWF history where the person who scored the most falls at the end of the hour would be the winner. Uh, that was a part of the show. That was part of the hook of it, if you will. And the return of the Ultimate Warrior, who was on uh, WWF in November of 1992. That was his last appearance on WWF and now making his return uh, at WrestleMania 12. Uh, best known for Undertaker defeating Diesel and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart uh, going on a one-hour Iron Man match, as I just mentioned, for the WWF Championship. Uh, Shawn Michaels would win that match uh, one to zero. Only one pinfall was made in that one-hour Iron Man match. The score was tied at zero when the time expired. But then WWF President Gorilla Monsoon ordered sudden death overtime to determine the winner. Shawn Michaels picking up that victory in overtime. Now let's get into the topic we've been waiting for: gambling on pro wrestling, and honestly, why you should not be doing it. Something that is not smart move for you and your wallet. But uh, let's just talk about why I'm really talking about this now. Why I'm talking about this here: a DraftKings now taking the leap into the arms of the WWE as they now set sail on an endeavor that could either be really good or really bad for DraftKings. Uh, but odds are it's going to be really good for DraftKings, given that they were, I don't, wouldn't think they would get into a deal like this if they thought they were going to lose money out of this situation. One rule of thumb I like to give people is to never bet serious money on pro wrestling, meaning never go to the casino and actually bet on WrestleMania or the Royal Rumble. It's just just not the smart thing to do. Listen, I don't care if you make a bet with your friends saying like, oh, I think uh, yeah, I think uh, Roman Reigns is going to win at Mania this year. I got $5 on it with you, my friend. I'm like, yeah, I have no problem with that. I don't really care. But if we're talking about you going to the casino and you're betting uh, you know, $100 on McIntyre to win the Rumble this year or whatever, you know, if you're betting something like that, that's not a smart move. That's not a smart move. It, you never want to put real legit money on something like that. Or if you want to, you know, you're betting with your friends, oh, I'll buy you lunch if so-and-so wins. I don't care. That's fine. That, that That's completely different. That's a, that's a different story. But uh, what I'm really curious about here with DraftKings is what direction are they trying to go here with the WWE? We already noticed what they talked about uh, with their inaugural free-to-play uh, type of idea where uh, if you've ever done the Fox Sports Super 6 or anything like that, NBC predictor for uh, Monday Night Football or something like that, where all you have to do is you pick 
uh, the, they give you like six games or six uh, events that could happen, and all you have to do is pick. It's free to play. You can do it. No, no money involved. But if you get all six right, you win out of a pool of let's say ten thousand dollars. And if six people win, and uh, each person gets a cut of the prize, if you will. So the more people that win, the less people get money wise, but you still get free money if you pick all six right. So this is what they're most likely going to be doing on DraftKings where let's say for this year's WrestleMania, they have a, a full card or certain matches on the card and then you pick out of those matches who you think is going to win or let's say they have a bonus question in there. Let's say it's, they do TLC and like the, the, let's say it's a tables, ladders, and chairs pay-per-view and they do uh, how many tables will be broken or you know how many title changes will there be or you know how many people will get hit with a chair or whatever you know so that type of like bonus question type of idea uh it could be involved as well so you pick out of those uh, options and if you get all of them right you get to take home the prize uh, or split the prize if multiple people get all of them right so let's say it's a ten thousand dollar prize fifty thousand dollar prize one million dollar prize whatever you know and if it's a million million dollars odds are you're not going to win because they're going to put in some tough questions so that's the type of idea that they're going with in the beginning free to play forcing you to sign up for DraftKings so you get those DraftKings notifications in your emails and they have your email under 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 uh an, an account so that they want more people to sign up wwe is going to have more people sign up because of now this partnership they can also do an actual sports book and this is where i'm telling you not to do that if it's a sports book if it's a free-to-play thing fine you're, you're not risking anything at all you know it's free to play I, I do free to play all the time i do free to play for nfl for fox sports when they you know all the games that they do for fox sports i do the nbc predictor fox is doing even nascar stuff now so you know i'll, I'll click through and i'll do you know it's free I, I have no money on the line but if they actually make a sports book meaning let's say they do uh this year's WrestleMania, and they put odds on who's going to win. So let's say they say Matt Riddle versus Sheamus. This would be a close one for me. So they would do minus 120 uh, Matt Riddle plus 120 for Sheamus, let's just say. So if you bet $100 uh, and you bet on Sheamus, uh, you would win $120 uh, to like $120 plus the $100 that you bet. So you would leave 220 You understand what I'm saying? So... You move forward with, with that type of sports book betting idea. I don't think that's the smartest go with it because you're putting it down real money. And also, you're talking about professional wrestling here. You're talking about a product that is meant to trip you up. You're talking about a product that is literally the backbone of it is is being uh, able to misconstrued your fans in a way where like, oh, I didn't expect to see that coming or oh, the, the, I, that went in the direction that it actually was supposed to go even though I bet for it to go the wrong way. And there's just so many variables involved that if you're bet on football, it's one thing, you know, it's 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 a shoot, it's real, you know, it's not meant to trip you up. When you watch a football game, you're meant to enjoy, and you you whatever comes to you is what happens, and usually the better team wins. Usually, that's what happens. But in, in professional wrestling, the better quote unquote wrestler doesn't always win. It does, that's just not how it works in professional wrestling. You know, storyline changes, injuries can happen. And Vince, you know, it, it just there's so many factors in the last second script change 
can change everything and just not worth putting money down, real money down for you to make a bet in the future saying, oh yeah, I think this guy's going to win. It's just not worth it. It's absolutely not worth it. And just, as I mentioned, the fact that professional wrestling is just meant to throw you off. You can have every metric in the world, but a curveball is always on its way. I can't think of one thing. I guess I make the joke all the time. I, you know, Roman Reigns starting the show for SmackDown. You know, he's always going to be the one to to open the show. Or McIntyre when he was WWE champion, he always opened the show. It seemed like so. It, it, like you know, those are fun things. Funny things. You know, you could bet on those. Like quote, I guess you would call those quote unquote uh, prop bets, uh, bets if you will. You know, so I guess you could do. Uh, even if they let's say they start a sports book, DraftKings, like, oh, what boots will Randy Orton wear? And obviously, Randy's his black boots, but let's say he wears the white ones and then you know, throws everybody off. And it's like, oh my God, what's going to happen? You know? So uh, I just say it's not a great idea with this DraftKings uh, partnership. Uh, if it's anything free to play, yeah, have fun with it. it I, the, there's no harm in that if it's free to play. And all you have to do is pick who you think is going to win. I think that's honestly great for the community as well because you get to see uh, what's everybody thinking. If everyone's thinking that Sheamus is going to be a riddle at Mania, and you know that that that's an idea, it, it gets a good tally of what everyone's mindset is at of going into a show. So I think uh, you can't you can't go wrong if it's free to play. But if there's real money being put in the line, let's say you're putting on. You know, let's say it's like five dollar enter even for to do a pool like that. I just don't think it's the best idea. I don't think it's the best idea. You do whatever you want with your money, and once again, I don't care if you're betting someone lunch or something like that. Your friend, that's one thing. But if you're putting down real money onto something, you better know what you're doing. And pro wrestling is tough, tough to predict, especially when it comes out to the WWE, because it it it's literally meant to throw you off. That is the whole point of professional wrestling. It's meant to throw you off. So, uh, be careful. Just be careful what you're doing, especially with this new DraftKings partnership. Looking on to our next episode, uh, we're getting to the close of the Wednesday Night Wars. AEW uh, putting on a decent show. QT Marshall versus Cody Rhodes in an exhibition match with Arn Anderson as the special guest referee. Karo Shida and Ty Conti versus The Bunny and Nyla Rose. Kenny Omega and the Good Brothers versus the Lucha Brothers and Laredo Kid. MJF's gift to the Pinnacle and Christian Cage versus Frankie Kazarian. This will be uh, Christian Cage, his return to uh, singles in-ring action, his last match obviously at the Rumble, but uh, do we really want to cap the Rumble? So uh, his last, uh, this is his, his debut back in singles action and his, and his in-ring debut at uh, AEW as well. Looking at NXT, Gauntlet Eliminator spots on the line for a 12-man battle royal. That one should be fun. I talked about all the time how this mid-card looks in NXT for the North American Championship. It's absolutely stacked, and we will see them all tonight on NXT. And this is also the go-home show for NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. So uh, last time they did a go-home show for, I believe it was... It was either Vengeance Day or it was New Year's Evil where they had them stand like live action one-on-one -on -one, uh, in front of their poster, if you will. I think it was New Year's Evil when they did that. I thought that looked absolutely fantastic. I wonder if they'll do that again in this go-home show for uh, Stand and Deliver, which I'm absolutely ex so, so, so excited for. Ending the Wednesday Night Wars with a bang, with a takeover on USA uh, on Wednesday night, and then moving over to uh, Thursday on Peacock for uh, Stand and Deliver Night 2, and which will also go to head-to-head -head with Impact Wrestling, which is absolutely insane. 
And uh, also on that day, and, and I don't mean to, to go crazy here, but I'm supposed to be going to City Field as well for the Mets home opener. So I know I'm talking about baseball here, but I'm a huge baseball guy as well. I'm loving the Mets. So And uh, MLB opening day coming right around the corner, coming tomorrow, uh, Thursday, April 1st. So I'm excited. I hope you're excited as well. We're getting into the new calendar year of WWE professional wrestling as well uh, after the WrestleMania is uh, out of the way, but I couldn't be more excited for uh, April 10th and April 11th uh, for WrestleMania. I know the build has been a little weird for Monday Night Raw, but we're still on that road. We're still on that road. And uh, and you can even look at what's going on in uh, Impact with, uh, you know, talk about unifying, the, not unifying, but you, having one guy win either the AEW and Impact uh, championships. It's really, really going to be a special time for a lot of professional wrestling fans. That's all for me. Remember to get 20% off from free shipping with the code FANSIDE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and using the code FANSIDE20, all caps, at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. You can catch this podcast on all your favorite providers. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. And remember, you can ask your smart device to play the Daily DDT Podcast. If you like content like this, check out our writers at dailyddt.com. And if you want to hear more from me, give me a follow on Twitter and Instagram at JadenBeckerTV. I'll see you tomorrow with another episode of the Daily DDT Podcast.